Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Sean, hi. How do you do, sir? Great. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) We are back here continuing our summer season of episodes on the Game of Stones podcast. And this week, we wanted to look forward a little bit as teams are setting schedules I saw today that uh, Scott McDonald and his team are actually over in Sapporo in Japan. Oh, they're playing in that one. Getting ready for an event over there. So the the season is starting to move. And we touched on it at the end of last season, some of the player movement that's gone on. And we thought there would be some, not certainly as much as last year with the end of the Olympic cycle, but some player movement, and there was. And we thought it'd be fun to forecast for these teams... And look ahead to January and what headlines might exist for these various teams that have changed up their rosters. Yeah, Sean, this is a really fun exercise, I think, because, uh, you know, we don't really know what the heck's going to happen, but... We can guess. We can guess. And and, we can be wrong. And we need content, so there (laughs) you go. Yeah, so, no, I, I do think this will be fun because curling headlines have the potential to be a lot of fun right there's some yeah absolutely right? so there's some puns in place so uh so we're gonna go through jonathan brazo put out an article for sportsnet on canada day listing 13 of the new look teams for this year and these are you know your high level teams players who you've heard of who have played at at the very least provincial finals and most of these people will have played at national finals at some level, if not at Briar Scotty, certainly in juniors. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people you will be familiar with. And we just thought we'd run down these 13 teams and give a sense of, of where we think they might stand as we turn towards the season of champions yeah, in the and, new year. And there's, there's some teams that people will be more familiar with than others, absolutely, on this mm-hmm. list. I was just thinking, uh, are we going in the order in which they're... Yeah, let's go listed. in the order in which they're listed. All right, that uh, we can do that. There's so there's more familiar names than than not, but there's some names that people might not be familiar with. Right. So, for example, our first team, uh, Megan Balsden, uh, she has stepped up and she is now the skip of what was Team Julie Tippin, mm-hmm. who uh, stepped back from curling, and Lynn Kreviazic, familiar name there to a lot of folks. She's stepping in as third. That's right, and uh, the rest of the team remains the same. Uh, as far as I can tell, Rochelle Strybosch and Tess Bobby. So so this team, with Julie Tipp and Sean, they finished second at the Scotties in Ontario last year. Yes. Ontario Scotties, provincial runners-up. Uh, so this will be a little bit of a shake-up to the team. So yeah. what is your... I'm putting the first one on you. Sure. What is your January headline for this team as they head into those provincial Scotties? Underdog Balsden, optimistic ahead of provincials. Okay, okay. Uh, underdog, obviously, to to Rachel Homan's team. Yes, uh, but do they have the chance to be to be uh, you know as good as they were this year? 
What do you think? I think they do. And I, th- I think part of it is because so many people don't play in Ontario anymore. So many women have left the province. And, you know, like, so for example, Ali Flaxy, right? So you, you don't have the same competition there. And this is going to be an event that is very much Rachel Holman and everybody else. So you know, this might be the second best team in Ontario. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to Ali Flaxy a little bit later as she's come back to Ontario, but I, I think you're right. I think this is one of those teams that, uh, you know, you know how we always say Rachel Holman's team beats themselves sometimes by yeah. keeping it close and close. This is one of those teams that uh, on any given day can come up and, and uh, give Holman a, a scare. So right. I like your headline. I think it's appropriate. All right. So next on the list, we jump down to team cannon, Teresa cannon, she is taking over from Darcy Robertson. The rest of the team stays the same. Karen Klein, Vanessa Foster, and Renora Westcott there. And, uh, you know, we said all last season, Darcy Robertson just shows up and makes the playoffs. Now Darcy yeah. Robertson, we'll talk about her in a bit. She's gone. Teresa Cannon taking that spot. So what do we think? Yeah, this is an interesting team, Sean. Renora Westcott came over, I think, because I think she played with uh, Ali Flaxy last year. So... Uh, mm-hmm. Her and Kate Cameron and Allie Flaxy. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, th- this is one of those teams that we'll see how much of an impact Darcy Robertson had on them. So my headline is, former Robertson team is poised to play Robertson role at Provincial Scotties. That's a long headline. I'm not good at this. It's a lot of, a lot of R's too in there. That's what I like uh, about it. I like the alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... You're right. This is a team that could take that role of showing up and everybody forgetting that they're there until the playoffs and then they're there and giving somebody a close game. And you would be hard-pressed to think that in a loaded field out there in Manitoba that they would be able to make it through a Provincials, but stranger things have happened. Yeah, that's why I say playing the Robertson role where they come and uh, you know make the playoffs, like you say, or... Give some teams a good scare. I, I think you're right. I think Manitoba is too stacked right, for them to be able to get out of it. But, you know, get your friends together, go out and curl, and you never know what might happen. Right. So next on the list, we're now into the uh, the men's field. And John Epping, this is probably the biggest uh, lineup change of the season. Yeah. This is, of course, Ryan Fry coming from Brad Jacobs' team to play third Brett Lang shifts to lead, Matt Cam shifts to second, and of course John Epping is still there. A lot of success for this team. Prohibitive favorites in Ontario? Probably. Just don't tell Scott McDonald that. <laughs> so in January, what do we think? Well, Sean, I think the headline in January will be Epping team looks to turn it around heading into the season of champions. Right, I, I think it's going to be something like that too. Yeah, um, something like after <laughs> epping and flowing through the season, <laughs> John seeks a rebound or something. Wow, you're uh, <laughs> you're good at this. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just, I don't know. I, I again, it's Ryan Fry did not talk too much about whatever process he went through after his incident there in Alberta last season. And as we said on the show, we hope that he is better. 
that whatever internal issues he was having, that he has been able to confront those and overcome them. Yeah. Just from an uh, just looking at it and analyzing the situation, I would like to see it. Sure. Right? O- over Absolutely. over a long term. So you know, I I I'm rooting for Ryan Fry. I have nothing against Ryan Fry. I remain slightly skeptical with a tinge of optimism because I think sure. John Epping, Matt Cam, and Brent Lang are, have demonstrated themselves to be really good people and positive on the ice, mm-hmm. right? whereas the Jacobs team occasionally could get a little down and frustrated with each other. They they got better at that this year. For sure. Admittedly. For right? sure. Uh, but, and, but John and Brent and Matt seem like a really good environment, and hopefully Ryan can step into that and embrace it. But... Yeah, I, I would expect a season of epping and flowing. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see again how Matt Cam and, and Brent Lang switch into different roles than the ones they've played before. Uh, Matt Cam was a skip in junior and a very successful one. So we'll see how much input he'll have at the, at the skip's end. But uh, I like your headline. So I know the next one, uh, I'm sure you're anticipating doing this one, Sean. Me? Team Gunlickson Gunner has brought in the uh, province jumping yes. Adam Casey, yes, who uh, has been known to play for whatever team will take him. He's a mercenary, which He's is a great. curling mercenary. You know what? Good for him. <laughs> if, he, if he can get work doing it, why not? So Denny Newfeld has, has stepped away from this team for the year. So Adam's going to slide in at second, uh, where he played when he played with Brad Gushu, yes, uh, back uh, all those years ago now. Uh, the rest of the team remains the same with Gunner, Alex Forrest, and Connor Nijigavin. I, 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 I hear it. And we, I normally, go, we normally butcher the Asian and Eastern European names. But I, I, when I hear his name, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Connor. And then uh, somehow the hearing it doesn't go <laughs> my brain right. Uh, so anyway, Sean, I know you love uh, Gunner. Love Gunner. What is your headline? Actually, my mine was actually going to be about Adam Casey. Oh, the headline: Adam Casey calls Edwin Jackson for advice about <laughs> what to do with so many team uniforms. <laughs> like, Perfect. He, he needs some storage advice in his house. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Especially, uh, they just announced he and his wife uh, Tessa, I believe, is her name, announced that they're having a baby. Oh boy! Um, that uh, they're expecting. So, congratulations, of course, to them. And he's going to need some more space now. So I have to clear out a room and figure out what to do with all his different provincial jerseys. <laughs> Maybe you can ask uh, Wes Forger what he does with all his yeah. uh, Scotty's jerseys he's got on the wall there. Yeah. So uh, um, The other one, of course, that you could use is um, Gunner's addition doesn't add up, loses by a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something, yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this team, uh, cutting edge of... Uh, metrics, you know, yeah. they use a lot of statistics and, and game plan sort of against their teammates, what they think they mm-hmm. can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to his interview on John Cullen's podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was really, really good. I know it was from a while ago, but uh, Hey, I'm, I'm catching up on stuff. So it was really good. I'd ask, uh, tell anybody to go take a listen to that. Cause uh, a, lot, a lot of gems in there. Okay. Gems. All right. Yeah. Gunner, Gunner's an interesting cat. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really smart and knows a lot about curling. So, yeah, yeah, take a listen. And knows that if you score, and then they score, and you score, and they score, and if you score, then you win. Yeah, you just be the one that scores last. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Uh, so next up, uh, a little more movement here with Tanner Horgan in his squad. Mm-hmm. Tanner is moving from 
Northern Ontario to play out of Manitoba, and he has picked up Colton Lott, of course, famed with uh, Kadriana Sahidic with the mixed doubles there. Mm-hmm. Kyle Daring, who is still, for me at least, the, the tiny kid who made the crazy shot at the Canada Winter Games that made Rod Black just scream with excitement. <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, Tanner Lott stepping in at lead with this team. So very young team there in Manitoba. Yeah, it's going to be a, a real young squad. So my my headline for this squad, Sean, is uh, young guns look to play spoiler at provincials. And, yeah. and I mean, that's sort of what they're going to be trying to do. Manitoba's pretty tough still, pretty yep. good. Uh, we, we spoke about gun, gun licks in there. Uh, last year we saw Willie Lyburn. I believe his team is split up as well. I don't think we're talking about them here. But uh, it, there's that team. And then there's, of course, uh, McCruthers. So yeah, you can't sleep on McCruthers. It's a, it's, it's a tough province. But these guys have all this skill and talent in the world. It'll yeah. just be about bringing it all together. And, you know, uh, starting in year two of a four-year cycle, I think they've got a chance to put it together. Yeah, I, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Uh, Colton Lott and Kyle Darian, of course, played with Matt Dunstone at the junior level. So tons of experience there. Tanner Horgan, you know, there's really no impugning his resume at the mm-hmm. junior level either. So, and he has that Briar experience as well. When he went as the fifth player with with Jacobs, lost two heartbreaking uh, Northern Ontario finals the past two seasons. So, if you believe in the idea that you got to lose before you can learn how to win. Uh, he's gone through the ringer on those at a very young age. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully for him, that experience pays off. And uh, we have a fun time in Manitoba there in January. Yeah, that that uh, will be great. So speaking of Northern Ontario, Sean. Yes. Next team up, Team Brad Jacobs, of course. We talked already about Ryan Fry uh, leaving that team. And you were right in guessing that Mark Kennedy was going to come and replace them. I feel like you guessed that. Maybe you didn't. I can't remember. I'll eh, take the credit. Sure. I'll take the credit. I think I actually said Tanner Horgan at one yeah, point. Yeah, I think that was probably the, the the favorite going in. But, you know, Mark Kennedy uh, had a great event with them last year. So what do you think for this team next year, Sean? I mean, obviously, the especially with Tanner Horgan gone now, like no more calls, prohibitive, like – Probably minus 2,000 in Vegas to win. Oh, yeah. Uh, Northern Ontario, the provincial finals there. Uh, maybe a headline, something along the lines of um, Kennedy wins, what whatever the number is. Kennedy wins seventh provincial in town he hadn't heard about until last Monday yeah. <laughs> or something. Like I don't know where the Northern Ontario is this year. Uh, where the finals are going to be, but it's, I don't know something like that, or or I, I think the more realistic one will be Mark Kennedy brings calming influence to Brad Jacobs. Sure, I I really think that once we get into the time of year where we're writing these stories after a couple of events, this is going to be the narrative around this team that Mark Kennedy, obviously Brad Jacobs and the Harnins have tons of big game experience. For sure, like that goes without saying, but. Mark Kennedy has played with guys who have not only been successful in those moments, but never really panic, are always calm. You know, Kevin Martin, I'm I'm sure if you put like a a, a thing on him to track his heartbeat, I'm sure it probably went up at times, but you certainly couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, And Kevin Cooey, 
still not sure he has a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> like just Ice. how calm he is. So it's it's one of these things where Kennedy has been in that environment. And we saw during the Canada Cup, and as we said at the time, easier for five days. But over the course of the season, if they can sustain it, that's going to be the narrative. Yeah, Sean, uh, that's well said. My uh, headline was going to be, uh, Jacob's team accepts bye to Nationals. <laughs> uh, I just looked it up. Uh, the men's and Scotties are going to be played at Nipigon. You yeah. Know, you know where that is? No, I don't. It's it's going to be close to North Bay, I think. I don't think so. I think it's on... Lake Nipigon? No, not Lake Nipigon. Any, we'll prove our ignorance uh, later. I think it's north of... Uh, Lake Superior on that other lake that's just north of there, near uh, YGW. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, all uh, my knowledge is in airports. It's on Nipigon Bay. Yes, it is. Uh, YGQ, rather. Sorry. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. It's sort of just northeast of Thunder Bay, Ontario. So very far away. So very far away. So you know, uh, fun stuff. Fun yeah. Stuff. So but, that actually might be real. A town that Mark Kennedy <laughs> will not have heard of. Yeah. Until. The, uh, the playdowns. I mean, I'd heard of it, but, you know, you hadn't. So there you go. You're right. And most of our listeners probably haven't. There you go. So uh, so we'll move on now to Team Caitlin Jones. And you mentioned Allie Flaxy coming back to Ontario. I, of course, was wrong in saying that she was gone. But she's not back as a skip. She's going to be playing third here for Caitlin Jones. And, of course, the great Clancy Grandy at second. Yeah. And Morgan Lavelle playing lead. Yeah, Sean, this this is maybe my most exciting uh, change on the women's side, in Canada at least. So, uh, Caitlin Jones had an amazing junior career uh, playing in Nova Scotia, uh, is, is returning to Ontario, it says here. Okay. Uh, but playing with Ali, Clancy, and Morgan, who all played together uh, before, of course, yes. with, with Lynn on that team too. And Caitlin as a skip and Allie as third, I think this is really good. I, I think where Allie Flaxy struggled was throwing those last shots. Yes. Uh, it, she's got the skills to do it, but I think taking that pressure off her is going gonna, is gonna to be really great for their team. Uh, I really like it. This, this is my team to watch in Ontario. So my, what, do you have a headline in mind? No, I'm excited to hear yours though. Yeah, uh, my, my headline is a surprise team. Okay. Headed heads into Scotty's on the back of a win. A win Sean. of what? They're gonna have one. They're, they're one of the tour, one of the Grand Slam events. Boom. So the Canadian Open is not the one in January, or maybe the Tier Two. <laughs> but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think this team is really good, and I think they're going to have a good season. Yeah, I agree with you. It'll be fun to see Caitlin Jones on the women's level with players who have, have tons of experience mm-hmm. and have played in big games. And I agree. Allie Flaxy never, as a skip, inspired that much confidence throwing the last rock, mm-hmm. uh, or at least as an observer. I certainly can't speak for her teammates. But as an observer, when she was in the hack, you never got the feeling that she's just going to make the shot. And to be fair, very few skips you feel that about. You know, like that's the elite of the elite. Yes. But but I think, yeah, I think playing third. Right. But, but even on easy good. stuff, I, I would say. You know, at a Scotty's, out of the 16 skips who are there at this point, if you have an open draw to the 8-foot, you feel pretty confident in 13, 14 of them, yeah. probably. I'm not sure if Allie Flaxy was always in, would have been in that group. Fair so enough. 
that that's sort of that level, right? Those things that Mike Harris says that you have to be able to do all the time to be a skip. She didn't do those things uh, all that often. So, uh, or at least she she missed more often at these moments. It felt like than she was yeah. successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so yeah, so something, yeah, something like that would work. I, I wonder if, you know, a Jones from Nova Scotia, someone will make a Colleen Jones reference, especially if they make it to the Scotties. Yeah. Uh, do something like that. But who knows? Um, so let's move on. Next up, of course, Team Muirhead and Vicky Chalmers has decided to retire from competitive curling. Vicky Wright is replacing her at lead. The rest of the team stays the same with Lauren Gray, third, Jennifer Dodds at second. Yeah, so Lauren has played lead for Eve for quite a long time. We did see her step in at the World Championships and skip a couple of games Mm -hmm. for the Scottish team as the skip uh, hurt herself. So And she skipped in junior too. So she's really got that strategic mind. I love this, bringing her into the third position, shifting Jen Dodds down to the second position it seems like that's where she's going to be able to use her big weight uh and really her brushing is one of her big skills as well so having her uh as part of the front end i know she swept this year and and, Mm -hmm. uh vicky went down and held the broom but i think this setup is going to work a little better obviously it's going to take a little time to iron everything out and if eve is fully healthy i expect them to have a pretty standard successful year for for their team yeah i agreed and it's something that really optimistic about this team we talked about it at the end of the season too that a healthy eve will be fun to watch right assuming that she has no setbacks over the course of summer certainly haven't heard anything about any setbacks for her so really excited for what this team can do next year so i would say a headline after that last grand slam in january Something along the lines of uh, resurgent Muirhead uh, looking forward to Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, her result at Europeans will have a lot to do with that sort of headline. Right. Right? If it's if they don't even make the playoffs at Europeans, then it could be like, uh-oh. But I agree. That if, depending how they do, they'll, uh, they should be poised for a good end of their season. Yeah, and, and it, but if there's a setback, maybe a headline could be something along the lines of Muirhead takes a Haldil route. That was a really bad Scottish accent. Hald. Haldil. Vicky. Barrier weed. So, uh, apologies to everybody in Scotland. Uh, but something like that. Because it's always fun when she yells harder, Vicky. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's always, a great time. Always, always good. Yeah, and she'll still be able to with... Uh, with yeah, with uh, with Vicky Wright back there. Vicky Wright, yeah. So, so uh, good stuff. Yeah, so next up, uh, Darcy Robertson. She she just can't quit. She can't quit it. She's here. She's going to win. She's great. Uh, she's, she's here to play. She is taking over Team Burtnick as uh, Laura Burtnick is stepping down to third. So it'll be Darcy Robertson skip, Laura Burtnick third, uh, Gaten Gauthier... And Kristen Karwacki at lead. Yeah, Sean. The, the, she's going to join the Young Guns. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've seen this before. Yeah, we have. With Well, with Michelle Inglot. Yeah. Did that. Uh, and she's doing that again this year. Which yeah. I, I don't think that's on our list, is it? Michelle Inglot's not on the list. No, no, no. no. 
but we uh, also saw it with Marianne Arsenault. Yeah. We also saw it with Darcy Robertson <laughs> last year. Yeah. Yeah. So again, my my enthusiasm for Darcy Robertson is probably unparalleled. And I will freely admit that. But I do like this. Yeah, I like this too, Sean. I like this too. She's the one that, like you say, shows up, does well, makes playoffs, doesn't win. Right. Right? So if you're still playing at at this point in your career, uh, what you want to do is win and give yourself the best chance. And... I I think going young is is a good way to to do it, and she's passing on a lot of information and a lot of knowledge. And uh, it's Carrie Burtnick's daughter is the the third, of course. So great curling bloodlines there. Yes, because of course, if there's anybody who needs advice from somebody and has to go externally to find that, it would be Carrie Burtnick's daughter. Well, you know, uh, I, I'm just saying it's different on the ice than hearing <laughs> it after the game, right? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, good on. Did you have a headline for this team? I would say re-energized Robertson Ooh. makes push towards Scotty's. Re-energized Robertson roars forward. Hey, hey. there you go. Get that alliteration in there. Uh, right on, Sean. So, next up, this might be... This it, is I, the weirdest one. It's, it's either my favorite or my least favorite. I'm not sure yet. But their hype video they released <laughs> is definitely my favorite. It is good. It's Team Sinclair from the USA. It seems like she's going all in on getting the best players in America to play with her, whose name isn't Nina Roth, and has, <laughs> has brought in uh, fellow skip Corey Christensen to play third. And Vicky Persinger is coming on uh, sort of to replace Monica Walker on the team. Uh, and the two Anderson twins will be on the team as well. So how the lineup shakes out all the time, don't know. It'll be a five-person team, depending on schedules. Yes. But what do you think of those two additions? I don't know. It's really, it's really curious to me, and, and I get it from Jamie Sinclair's perspective. You lose Monica Walker, right? She, she's retiring, so there's nothing you can do about that. But Monica Walker was so effing good uh, <laughs> for this team and just what she brought to it. And you hope that Jamie Sinclair and Corey Christensen can work together in a productive way. And Mo- I think what was really good about someone like Monica Walker is that Jamie Sinclair, from what we've seen of her, obviously is very good, but is also very like certain, like when she wants to do something, mm-hmm. she, like she knows what she wants to do. So you hope that as the third, Corey Christensen doesn't have trouble navigating uh, Jamie's personality out there on the ice and what she likes to do. Because with Corey being a former skip, she might want to offer maybe perhaps more input than is welcome in some certain situations. Yeah, so that enough. is a concern and that's probably something they're going to have to iron out. Perhaps... They would have already called Carrie Anderson and Asked. that team to, to talk about what they've done to mitigate that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other things on this uh, team, Sean, Sarah Anderson was one of the best thirds uh, it, last year. She right. was she was really good. And sliding her down to lead, we'll see if it affects her play at all. Probably not. But... Uh, yeah, it'll be like a bit of a chemistry uh, experiment to start the year. 
But that said, my the, headline go for them is uh, new new team Sinclair runs roughshod over USA competition. This mm-hmm. team is now clearly the best team, Sean, right. in the USA, and they they've got all the pieces to do it. And they just need you know to put it together and actually do it. Right. Yeah. My headline might be something like. USA Curling tweets out wrong photo of Anderson. <laughs> they look alike. They're twins. <laughs> so they might tweet out the wrong photo. <laughs> like Sarah's playing, they tweet out Taylor. Yeah, maybe. Right? Or something or, or it'd be something fun like Eve Muirhead doesn't know which person is on the other team. Like, like Did they like throw that. out of order or not? Or what if it's twin magic? One of them plays the even ends and one of them plays the odd ends. It would be like uh, in Big Brother a couple of years ago when they had the twins in there. And they were like, one of them was different. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm excited for this team and we'll see where it goes now. Yeah. Or, this... or the other thing would be, uh, uh, Jamie Sinclair has to pick between Anderson twins as USA cuts funding to only four players per team. <laughs> yeah yeah not uh not great Sean. that would okay. not be great we got three teams left yes let's hammer through them because we got to go okay tyler tardy his team out of bc uh sterling middleton his brother jordan's coming back they played together before jordan aged out mm-hmm. of junior and alex horvath still there so this team i think the headline is pretty easy Tyler Tardy enjoys party thrown for him by all other men's juniors team, junior teams in British Columbia. Yeah, agreed. Or something agreed. like Tyler Tardy feted at men's junior provincial championships <laughs> in absentia. Yeah. No, he'll be there. He, he'll he'll just hang. He'll out. just show up. You like, won't oh. have to pay for drinks the whole time. He'll say, "Hey, scared you guys, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh. Just just show up and be uh, be threatening." Yeah, pretty or, good. Yeah, I, this team, Sean, is one of the first in a while that has a legit shot to be Jim Cotter. Yes, out of BC for so, sure. And they played last year, but it was after they had played the, uh, the Canadian Juniors or, yeah. or maybe even the Worlds. I think so. it was after the War. Who I think yeah. it was after the Worlds because the Worlds take place during the Scotties. Yeah, it was after a big um, event. But it was so. after a big event. Like they were exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And then so. he played in the mixed doubles too, <laughs> like. Well, he's young, Sean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take it easy, man. Um, and then Thomas Ulsrud, the what we thought was the farewell tour for Thomas Ulsrud was only the farewell tour for the other three guys on his team. Mm-hmm. Ulsrud's there playing with Stefan Wallstead, of course, former skip, represented Norway at the Worlds this year, Marcus Hoiberg and Magnus Vagberg. Yeah, Sean, the headline for this is pretty easy. It's... Uh... Like a bad rash, Thomas Solzrud is back. <laughs> he he can't quit, man. He, he I think it's very clear that it was the rest of his team that they were that done. Were done. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to maintain that high a level of play anymore. But Thomas Olsrud, as you could see from the curling calendar a few years back, is uh, pretty ripped. Still wants to play and still can play. So yeah, my headline will be. Uh, Officials have to come between Olsrud and Wallstead in locker room as Wallstead refuses to wear the pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. It will be interesting to see Thomas Olsrud not wearing those pants yeah. this year because I'm pretty sure that was a Christopher Sva I believe it was. Uh, initiative. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he can't wear them. No, no, of course, of course. 
but we'll see what happens there. And our last team, Sean, do you want to go? Yeah, so uh, Laura Walker, she is taking over uh, or creating a new team. Kate Cameron, Taylor McDonald, and Nadine Scotland all coming together. Really interesting mix of people there. Uh, Nadine Scotland, of course, former skip. Kate mm-hmm. Cameron with all those years. Michelle Englott and playing third. Really strong, interesting team here. Laura Walker, of course, played with the older team, Laurie Olson-Johns and uh, Kathy Overton and Clapham. The, the hyphens, and, right? Yeah. Uh, and Lainey Peters. And Lady Peters. Yeah. So, so she's now going to people more in her age range after a year where she probably learned all the things. All the things, yeah. Sean, I, li- I really like this team. Laura Walker's team was sneaky really good last year very competitive uh they made a lot of playoffs in those events where at least half the teams make the playoffs uh which is pretty good you know and okay i gotta win a tiebreaker here tiebreaker there whatever they were super competitive uh like you say laura walker learned a lot and uh all these players that she's brought in are uh top flight players and her and uh t-mac have played together before uh kate cameron one of the best thirds when she's on yeah so, and and I think another good thing for this team, and with all due respect to Lori Olson Johns and Lainey Peters, you're gonna have a stronger sweeping for Laura Walker here than she would have had last year. Likely, yeah, yeah. The Lainey Peters is ripped. Uh, she is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay. And so is Lori Olson John. They could yeah. both probably pick me up and just <laughs> throw me across the room. But I, I think. I don't think they could pick me up. Taylor McDonald and Nadine Scotland could probably do the same as well. Yeah, maybe. So uh, have you got a headline for this one? I'm trying to think. How about something along the lines of... Kate Cameron finds the magic again in leading Walker to Provincials. Our headlines are too long. Yeah, I was going to say something like... Something about Kate Cameron... Uh, tattoos winning ways on yeah, Team Walker. I like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this team can uh, really push in Alberta this year, especially with Chelsea Carey now being Team Canada. Yes. Uh, they're one, one to watch for. So. Yeah. Alberta is, is going to be pretty wide open ish, right? With, I know, I know Scheidegger is still there. Uh, but of course, it, she just had a baby. And I think she's going to take a more limited schedule because of that. They haven't, I don't think they've announced their schedule yet, but that's uh, mm-hmm. sort of the buzz that's coming out. I mean, that's the team that didn't play a heavy schedule anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, Alberta will be interesting to see. And this is probably the favorite, as you say, without Chelsea Carrier. Right? Yeah, they're 1 or 1A, one or 1A or 1B, like, I, I think, any way you slice it. So we'll play this back in January. And we'll, we'll see how wrong we'll we are. We'll see how we did. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned schedule, Sean. We are going to look into schedules yeah. once uh, a few of them get announced. It was a really good ep last year where we, we talked about the schedules of different kinds of teams. Uh, what else are we looking forward to? So we're going to do a couple fun things. Uh, we're going to, if, you, if you've never seen it, the movie Men with Brooms. Uh, that came out in the early 2000s. I want to say 2004. Uh we're going to watch it, and then we're going to retroactively review it. And one of the reasons is it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't love Paul Groves? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Best ever. And 
yours truly is in the movie. Yeah, so you're going to have to watch the movie, everyone watch the movie, and see if you can spot uh, a young Sean yes. in, the, in the movie. Yes, and uh, if you want to know what I look like, you can just find me on Twitter and then look at my photo and add some hair. <laughs> and that's uh, that's what I look like. Although I'm wearing a toque in the movie, okay. Uh, so it's just a hint. It's during the curling scenes. Uh, if just but so that's what we're going to talk about. We'll probably talk about that next week. We're going to uh, do a fun thing. We're going to do some cross sport comparisons mm-hmm. uh, between some of the players. We'll also run the episode some behind the scenes content that I got out in Vegas at the Continental Cup. That's so we'll right. be running that in August as well. So a lot of fun stuff left for the summer. Lots of fun stuff left. And uh, so we thanked, uh, or we, we congratulated uh, Casey Scheidegger on her on her child. And uh, we have not yet congratulated uh, our Rocks Across the Pond fellow podcaster, Ryan, on, on his new edition. We have not. Uh, which happened a long time ago, and we've just been remiss yes. in uh, not mentioning it. So congratulations uh, to Ryan there. Yes, uh, very exciting news there. And, you know, he, he's talked about on the show a couple times how it's offered him, like, he, he's tired, but it seems like he's been able to watch sort of middle-of-the-night sports. Yeah, yeah. And because of it, so it's sort of a, a win-win, really. Yeah, right on. So, uh, sorry we were so uh, long in calling that out. Yes, it's a bad job by us. But, yes, congratulations, Ryan, and, and do check them out. They're, they did an episode on Saskatchewan curling, and... Uh, we, we might actually talk about that at some point uh, ourselves, sort of the, the, the role of curling clubs uh, and mm-hmm. drinking laws in there. The, the stuff about the drinking laws was really quite fascinating yeah, uh, yeah. that they talked about there. So certainly uh, go check them out. And if you have not yet, please do subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those places you can find us. Please do like and subscribe. Give us comments. Keeps the show going you can also find us on twitter and instagram at game of stones pod scott is on both of those platforms at scott likes tv i'm on twitter at dr shawnee fever if you have any ideas or suggestions for the show you can find us at game of stones podcast at gmail.com so happy august long weekend for those of you across the country who are getting it Uh, i am not (laughs) as somebody who despite living in ontario works in quebec so I do not get the pleasure of an August long weekend, Scott. Well, you used your your June long weekend wisely to go to the dentist. So I did. Good, I did. Good, good use of your time. Thank you. So, uh, so happy long weekend to all you folks uh, in uh, in Canada across the country, and hope everyone's staying cool out there uh, in the heat wave, and oh. and hopefully a little curling talk makes you think of the cold weather. So with that, we will be back next week for some more summer hijinks. But until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.